ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி பர்சீவ் டூ டைமென்ஷன்ஸ் ஆஃப் அ கிங் ஆஸ் போர்ட்ரேட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு ஃபிஃப்டீன் பெண்ட் அபவுட் த பாண்டியா கிங் பல்யாக சாலை முதுக்குடுமி பெருவழுதி பை த போயட் நெட்டிமையார் The verse is situated in the category of Padantine or praise of a king and speaks of the post-war actions of a king in an enemy land. Kadundir kuditha nellal angan velvai kaludai pullinam pootti paal seidanai avar nanandalai nal eyil pullinam imulum pugalsaal vilai vayil vel ulai kalimaan kavi kulambu ugala ther valanginai nin tebbar theyattu tulanga iyalan panai eruttin paavu adiyan seral nokkin oliru marupin kaliru avara kaappu udaya kayam padiyinai anna seetrattu anaiyai ஆகலின் விளங்கு பொன் எரிந்த நலம் கிளர் பலகையொடு நிழல் படு நெடுவேல் ஏந்தி ஒன்னார் ஒன்படை கடுந்தார் முன்பு தலை கொண்மார் நசைதர வந்தோர் நசை பிறக்கு ஒளிய வசைபட வாழ்ந்தோர் பலர்கொள் புறையில் நல் பணுவல் நாள் வேதத்து அருஞ்சீர்த்தி பெரும் கண்ணுரை நெய்மளி ஆவுதி பொங்க பல்மான் வீயா சிறப்பின் வேள்வி முற்றி வியூபம் நட்ட வியன்களம் பலகொள் யா பலகொள்ளோ பெரும வார் உற்று விசிபினி கொண்ட மண்கனை முழவின் பாடினி பாடும் வஞ்சிக்கு நாடல் சான்ற மைந்தினோய் நினக்கே This long song is the third one written by this poet for this Pandya king Mudukkudumi, one that explains the moniker Palyagasale in his name. The poet's words can be translated as follows. On well-laid roads with deep imprints of chariot tracks, you yoked white-mouthed, dull-hued herd of donkeys and destroyed those paths near their fine forts in the wide-open spaces. on fertile lands famous for their bountiful harvest immersed in bird cries you rode chariots tied with white mane speedy horses and left imprints of your horses hooves on enemy lands to their well protected tanks you sent elephants with glowing tusks with swaying thick necks gigantic feet and fierce glances such an intense fury you seem to possess and that's why though huge armies of your foes came carrying well etched shields made of radiant iron and tall spears which cast shadows seeing you attack them with strength they who came with desire saw that desire shatter are those who lived with the censure of such failures many as dictated in the faultless and famous good books of the four scriptures you threw copious amounts of burning elements and poured oil to stoke the flames on ritual fires are the temples of undying renown built around these ritual fires raised by tall pillars in wide open fields many O Lord you're the one who is celebrated for his strength and prowess in the battlefield by the female singer accompanied by drums feared with mud paste and tied with tight leather straps which of the two do you think is more in number 
Let's delve into the details presented about this Pandya king. The poet starts by showing us long roads starting in the vicinity of some forts with deep imprints of chariot tracks revealing the importance of those places. But this is the past of that place for now we can see donkeys yoked to a plow and let free on these roads which would result in the ruin of those fine roads. This was apparently a technique to inflict shame on a subdued enemy king by a Sangam ruler victorious in war. The poet clarifies that this is what the Pandya king had done in the land of his foes. Then continuing, the poet takes us to the rich farm fields of an enemy country where birds are singing about all around and here the king is seen riding his chariot tied to horses laying to waste all the food that's growing there. In the previous instance, the king farms with donkeys where one should be riding chariots and now he rides chariots where one should be farming. Using a place for something it shouldn't be used for is simply a way of destroying that place these actions demonstrate. The king doesn't seem to stop with ruining the roadways and farmlands of this enemy country. Choosing the next target of attack as their water supply, he directs huge elephants to the tanks, thereby destroying the people's source of drinking water. Mentioning these as the king's acts of fury, the poet then talks about how after seeing the fierceness of the king in the battlefield, those who came with the desire to overpower him lose that desire and retreat in shame. A question is put forth by the poet now asking if the number of enemies who retreated so is more. To explain more than what, the poet turns to talk about how this king constructs pillar temples to conduct ritual fires as dictated by the scriptures and questions whether those are more. You will recollect that the king's name is Palyagasale, which means many ritual fire temples. Adding that female singers accompanied by resounding drums sing this king's prowess in the battlefield, the poet concludes with a pointed question as to whether the king's enemies who retreated in shame or the ritual temples built by this king were more in number. In short, the first part of this verse is about the destructive atrocities of this king in an enemy land. War changes the compassionate core of humanity and makes them mindless creatures indeed. For what is to be gained by the destruction of property and life-giving resources other than a boost to that ruler's ego? Is there a subtle recognition that these were not always laudable actions although it made the king's enemies fear him? Maybe that's why in contrast there's talk of the king constructing temples to conduct rituals with fires. After all the conquering and plundering, which no doubt leaves a vague sense of unease, these rulers seem to find refuge in spirituality. Isn't that a repeating trope in the history of the world? Kings ruthlessly killing fellow humans to extend their boundaries and then returning to build temples for God's glory? Do they want to mark in stone their victories or do they want to wipe away their guilt in these places of worship? Intriguing musings on war and worship from these lines on a tribute to a king from 2000 years ago. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and mines. Please visit nandinikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.